wonderful singing uh, this morning. Thank you uh, for that. And uh, if you have your Bibles this morning, I invite you to uh, take them. We're going to look at several different scriptures uh, this morning. And my little thing has just cut out, so I'm going to have to use the old-fashioned... Uh, It, uh, it's the month of November, and so it's a month that we typically uh, kind of gear and guide toward uh, thanks because it is Thanksgiving, and uh, you know it, we shouldn't just be a thankful people in November, but we ought to be a thankful people every day because God has been so very, very uh, good to us, and so and we must never forget that as we'll see. Um, this morning, maybe. And so, uh, we're going to ask this question as we begin, uh, what's there to thanks? What, you know, why is it uh, that God gives us this instruction to give thanks? It's in the Bible lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of times. So Why? Look with me, uh, beginning in, uh, this morning as we look, look with me at uh, Psalm 103. Uh, and I encourage you to look at This is the English Standard Version, which is one of the newer uh, translations. And it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. For His steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords for his steadfast love endures forever. Did you get it? Never the preacher says something or a teacher says something over and over again. It's because they want you to get the idea and to know that it's important. And so the psalmist begins and says, listen... Give praise to God. Give thanks to God because His love endures forever. And the truth of the matter is, is if the only thing that God did was love you, that's reason enough for you to give Him thanks. Because here's something I know about every one of you and I know about myself. None of us deserve God to love us. Because every one of us that sometime or other in our life has slapped God in the face and we've turned our backs on God and yet God has relentlessly pursued us because his love is steadfast and enduring and so God reminds us hey listen it is good for you and in fact it's necessary for you to give if there is something that should characterize the child of God, I think it right up there, it ought to be thanks. Yes, we ought to you know, be gracious and loving and all that. But that's certainly true. But perhaps even greater than all those is we ought to be a thankful people. Because you see, when we're thankful, that drives us to be loving. When we're thankful for what God has done for us, the fact that God loves us and that God saved us. And God continues to work in our life. 
And when we're mindful of that, when we say thanks, guess what that does? That means that as we're mindful of how blessed we are and how thankful we are for the blessings that God has given to us, we're kinder to others. And we're more likely to give grace and steadfast love to others. But I tell you, you can't do that if you haven't gotten it to start with. You know, often in our, in our world today, you know, uh, cash is quickly becoming more and more obsolete. And, you know, especially younger folks, they, ne- you don't, they don't carry cash. Uh, Leslie and I very rarely have cash because we use our cards, and now you can use your phone to pay for things, so you don't even need your card anymore. You just have your handy-dandy phone, and you put it on the thing, and off you go. Uh, and it, when, so the offering plate comes around, well, you can't put your, your phone in there. Uh, and so, but the, where I was going <laughs> with that is that, you know what, our, be, because we have, you know, if we have dollars in our pocket, then we can share, we can give dollars to someone else. But if we don't have any dollars in our pocket, guess what, no matter how much we want to, we can't give a dollar to somebody else if we don't have one in our pocket. And so, but when we've experienced God and we know his love, friend, we better know that we have a responsibility to praise. So the first thing, why, what is it with praise? Why do I have to do it? Well, here's the first thing. Bill's going to put it up so I can tell you what it is. Don't fall asleep, Bill, today. Don't fall asleep today. Today's not the day. (laughs) Because I'll be lost without you. So it's part of the Christian life. It's part of who we are. And I want to direct your attention to some scriptures uh, this morning. Bill's going to put them up for us uh, this morning. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Paul gives us three very quick, very simple instructions of things we're to do. And the first he says, rejoice always. The second thing he tells us to do is to pray without ceasing. And guess what verse 18 says? The third thing is, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Paul expects us to, says, listen, yes, you are not saved by doing anything other than accepting a gift that's already been bought for you. You can't do anything to earn salvation. You can't be good enough. You can't be wealthy enough to buy it. You can't be kind enough to earn it. But God gives it as a free gift. But here's the thing. Once you receive that gift, it changes you. It changes who you are. It changes what you're about. And so Paul says to the Thessalonian church and to us, he says, you know what? You better give God thank. You get you rejoice. Be glad. 
pray always. Pray without ceasing. And then thirdly, give thanks to God for it's God's will for you to give thanks. God desires for you to be a thankful, worshipful, praiseful people. Sometimes we come in and we sit on our pew. Maybe we stand when Seth tells us to. And when they're sitting, we're standing, we're standing like this. And that's what we're doing. All right, Seth, you make me worship. I dare you. And you know what? When we come with that attitude, guess what's not going to happen? You ain't going to get anything out of the song service. And if you sit like that through the preaching, you sit, go ahead, preacher, bless me. You ain't going to get nothing out of it. But when we're thankful and when we're praying and we're rejoicing because God has been so good to us, no matter what crazy new song Seth throws at us Sunday morning, God speaks to us and, man, we are so glad that God loves us and we're reminded, yes, He indeed is worthy. And when we are thankful and we come and we hear God's Word preached, whether it's a dud of a sermon or whether it's just the greatest thing. We leave saying, man, God sure spoke to us today. And it's not the preacher, and it's not the worship leader that makes the difference. It's our heart that makes the difference. And Paul reminds us and says, listen, thanks ought to be a central part of the Christian life, just like praising God, just like being joyful, just like rejoicing. And rejoicing is praising, it's singing. And just like praying, he says, pray all the time and pray about everything and give thanks to God. For these things are God's will in Jesus Christ for you. And so even when bad stuff happens, we can rejoice that God's still God. And he's still worthy and that he loves me even though I let him down all the time. And we can pray and say, you know what, God? Listen, this is a mess. Do something about it. But then give thanks. Say, Lord, thank you just for who you are. But then we begin and we... We'll start to count our blessings. And there's a little hymn in our hymn book. Count your blessings. You remember the little chorus? Count your many blessings. Name them one by one. And it might just surprise you to see what the Lord has done. Can I tell you, regardless of where you are in life today, no matter how bad you think things might be, God has been good to you. And you have a lot to thank Him for. And I have a lot to thank Him for. Then secondly, not only is it part of the Christian life, but the Bible teaches us that thanks and thanksgiving is the path to peace. I want to call your attention this morning to Colossians three fifteen through 17. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you also were called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell 
richly, dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God through the Father, through Him. Do you see kind of a pattern in what Paul's telling us? He says, yes, thanksgiving is part of the Christian life, but then he also reminds us that thanksgiving and being thankful is the way to find peace. Paul wants us to understand that as we worship God and as we live for God, and when we do whatever we find to do, we do it to God, we realize how blessed we are. Peace is not the absence of trouble and problems. Peace is the presence of a Savior. Because you see, even if you're a child of God, even if you're a pastor, even if you're a church every day, you're going to have problems in life. But here's the thing, when God is in your life and God is directing your path, those problems are not insurmountable. In fact, there's never been a problem that God couldn't solve. He can always solve, no matter what it is, including the problems that you have. And when you'll bring them to him and allow him to work, he'll solve them. But here's what, what drives us to bring God our problems. When we've been thankful for what God has done for us, and when we're mindful of what God has done in the past, because listen, God isn't just working in your life in the past. He's still God today. And he still wants to work, and he is working in your life. And so when you are thankful people, you're, when problems come, your first response is not to wring your hands and say, oh me, oh my, what am I going to do? But your first response is to get on your knees and cry out to a holy God, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And here's the thing, when we do that, there's peace in our life knowing we're not in charge. It's a great thing not to be in charge. Listen, leadership is stressful. Or Bill Jeffers runs a company. And some of you others do as well, but there are a lot of people depending on Bill. And everybody wants part of Bill. It's stressful. But listen, God says... When you remember, yeah, Bill's in charge of his company, but he's not God. There's only one. And his name is not your name. He alone is God, and he alone has the strength and the ability to be in charge. So he says, hey, listen, I can handle it. So Jesus said, hey, listen, all you who are heavy burdened, come to me. And I'll give you rest. Our thanksgiving is the way to find peace in life when we count our blessings. 
And so this month, we'll encourage you through the month on Sundays in various ways to count our blessings. But you should do it not just on Sunday. You should do it every day. If you want to have peace in your life, the way to have peace is to be thankful. The perhaps opposite of thankful is, we, we might say entitled is an opposite. There's a lot of people in our world today that think they're entitled to things. And no matter what they have, you know what? They're never happy with it. They always want more, and they always think, hey, I deserve better than this. And I tell you, that is not how God designed us, and that is not a, a God-honoring philosophy to have in life. But when we're content, and when we're thankful for what we have, we realize and say, man, look what God has done. God's been so good to me. And so maybe we're not so mindful of things that we don't have. Maybe that we realize things that we don't have, we really don't need. All we need to be happy is God Almighty. The way to find peace is to have the presence of Jesus Christ in your life. And then lastly, it is, thanks is a practical reminder of God's blessings. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to take your phone out, and I want you to get on Facebook. It's okay. I'm telling you to. I want you to go to Facebook, and I want you to go to our church Facebook page, and you'll see our service streaming. I'll wave at you, and you can see me waving. Okay? And I want you to type in how to answer this question. This is the next slide, Brother Bill. How has God blessed you? Now, I've already put the answer up there, so I've got the answer. Bill's going to put it up there. Salvation has already been taken. That is the greatest blessing any of us can see or have. Uh, Brother Bill's going to put that up there. But as you put your, just take a minute in the comment section of that feed, type in what, how's God blessed you? And just don't write a book. It's Facebook after all. Just in one or two words, would you type, how has God blessed you? And we'll look and see, and Brother Bill's going to put them on the screen as they come in, so it's either going to be very, oh, it's not going up there? Oh. Well, tell us what they, and tell us, if Bill's going to tell us as it comes in. <laughs> All right, Family. Oh, people aren't doing their homework. I thought it would pop up there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Forgiveness of sins and family, salvation. Okay, job, fam yes. Okay, parents, wife, child, family, so job. So think about that, and maybe you didn't bring your phone to me. So, well, it's just odd uh, for me to preacher tell me to do something in church, and I ain't doing it because the preacher said. All right, very good. See, even she's sick and still watching and participating. So, 
Uh, as you uh, think about that, if you didn't put an answer up there, uh, put an answer by the end of the day. Okay, Think about and say something. And then I want you to think through this week, how has God uh, blessed me and what can uh, you know, I be thankful to God uh, for? And the last scripture that we want to look at this morning is Psalm 103, uh, verses 1 through 10. And again, I'm going to read it from the English Standard Version this morning. Um, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And he's going to tell us what those benefits are in just a minute. Who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with the steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, praise the Lord for that, nor repay us according to our iniquity. And we can say a big thank you, Lord, for all of those things. Because just as the psalmist knew uh, that all of these things were true of what God had done for him, God's done the same things for you. And so as we uh, praise and as we give God thanks, so we simply say thanks, we are it's a way to be practically reminded of what God has done for us. Because here's what the world does. The world will work on you and say, you know what, God really doesn't love you. Man, God isn't real. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your breath. Why don't you, like uh, Job's wife, why don't you curse God and die? But when you've counted your blessings, you, like Job, say, I know my Redeemer lives. And here's the thing, if your Redeemer is you, you're in trouble. Because you eventually are not going to live. You're going to be dead. And if your Redeemer is the stock market, you're in trouble because just as it goes up, it goes down too. But there is one that does not go up and down. And one that lives forever and reigns forever and his name is Jesus. And he is where your redemption should come from. God works in you and God works through you. God blesses you so that you can be a blessing to others. And you know how you can channel those blessings, how you can be more effective at being a blessing to God 
is say, thank you, Lord. And really, that's all God wants. He doesn't need a big fancy speech. He doesn't need glittery presents. All he wants to hear from you and from me, thank you. But then as we are reminded, as we thank the Lord for his mercy and his goodness and how all the things that he does for us and all who he is, doesn't it drive us to be different? Does, isn't that why Christians are generous? Because God's been generous to us. And isn't that why we love the unlovable? Because God loved us. And why we forgive the unforgivable? Because God forgave us. So what's there to thanks? There's a lot to it. And if there's anything that characterizes our life, it ought to be thanks. We ought to be a thankful people. Because as we're a thankful people, we will be more loving. And we will be more merciful. And we'll be, we will be more reflective of God. And we'll see, because as we realize how blessed we are. You see, and we realize that as we take those blessings and we, as we pass them around and share them, those blessings become even greater. And so God says to us, Let me hear your thanks. Count your blessings and say thanks. And not just in the month of November, but in January and February and, and April when the tax man cometh. And in July and August and September. To give God thanks for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. God's will is that you be thankful. So that's what there is to thanks. Let's pray together. Lord, we love you. Thank you for your goodness and your love. And, and Lord, we just pause here at the end of this worship service this morning to say thank you. Lord, that you have worked in our life. And Lord, you've done so much for us. Forgive us when we fail to remember that. Forgive us when we fail to say thank you. Forgive us when we become so self-absorbed that we program you right out of our lives. Lord, help us to hunger and thirst after you. Lord, help us to see you work in our lives and in our church and in our world. God, the, the greatest thing that we have to give thanks for is salvation. If there's one here today that doesn't know that great gift, they've never received that great gift, would you help them today to call upon you? To simply pray a prayer like this, that, Lord, I know I'm a sinner, and I deserve to spend eternity in hell. But I also know that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, 
to pay my sin debt, and I receive that gift today. Forgive me, Lord. Make me new. And let me say thank you. Lord, speak to our hearts today. Help us to be a thankful people. We ask in Jesus' name. Let's stand together. Maybe you need to come to the altar and pray this morning. Maybe you just need to wear your standings as we sing. Take time and take a moment. Say, Lord, thank you for what you've done for me. Whenever God spoke to you and however he's asked you to respond, you be obedient and you respond to him this morning as we sing.